Welcome back to Running on Pixie Dust. This is a podcast YouTube series, and I'm your host, Annika. We are having a little bit of sound malfunctions, so just trying to keep an eye on our levels here because obviously this is a very high-budget podcast YouTube series. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, then welcome or welcome back. If you haven't already, go ahead and check out last week's first intro episode, episode zero of Running on Pixie Dust. I really wanted to start this kind of podcast YouTube series because I'm running dopey in 2023. And if you don't know what that means when I say I'm running dopey, go ahead and listen to that first episode and I explain all about it. But I really want to hold myself accountable while I'm training and also inspire others who may be going through the same thing or maybe wish they had something like this if they were wanting to train for dopey, anything like that. So that's kind of where we're at with that. But with that, welcome to week one. So this is actually being posted after week one. Like So post week one of Jeff Galloway's training schedule for the Run Disney Dopey Challenge 2023. So this is actually being posted on Monday, July 4th. Happy 4th of July, although not so happy with SCOTUS right now. But on a more positive note, we have a special guest with us. Hello. Welcome, Allison. And this is kind of crazy because we've known each other for, I don't even know, like 15 years or something At crazy. At this point, it's like, may as well just say we've known each other our whole lives. Like, right? We don't know the math anymore. <laughs> like, I don't even know, honestly. No, I don't know either. We met way back when, when we were competing in pageants. So I think at that time, we both had been competing in pageants, like separately and not knowing each other in life a couple of years. And then I think my dog is zooming back here. <laughs> oh my gosh. She wants to be on the podcast also. Of course. I know. She hears us talking like really lively. And so she gets kind of like amped up. She's but like, I'm ready to be part of this. She literally is. But... Yeah, so we competed together in pageants way back when. Um, I think we were actually here in Orlando when neither one of us had lived here yet at this point in our lives. But as a part of these pageants, there were national competitions, and that nationals happened to be held here in Orlando and um, basically at Disney World or Disneyland for different types of pageants. So we were at Disney World for this particular one. And I think we had just connected, like, backstage or whatever, and I don't even, I honestly can't remember, like, how we actually, like, got yeah. talking. I honestly bet it was our moms. I was just going to say, it probably was our moms more than anything, because they're the chit-chatters. They make us look quiet. They, they are <laughs> chit-chatters. Oh, yeah. And they are very opinionated, and oh, yes. they're just so funny. Yeah, so, like, we ended up going to Disney World together, and... I think we went to Universal together too. Yes, I remember that. We and ate just, at Mythos. Yeah, we just kind of like started spending time together and then I think we kept competing in pageants. And so I think like year after year we kept kind of meeting up. But at this point, you were live where were you living? California. You were living in California. I was yeah. also living in California, but I think we weren't you were in Southern California. Southern California. Yes. Yeah. You were in Southern California you while in I was California. in Northern. Yeah. So it wasn't like we could actually connect 
outside of competing in pageants, yeah. really. Well, so. I remember the one time I had, like, an ice skating competition in San Jose, and you guys came and watched me. Do you remember that? Was it the Frozen one? Yeah. Oh, my God! <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then, and then we toured Chapman together. Do you remember that, too? That's, like, back, back, and then we both toured. We, oh, yeah. Yeah, do you remember that? That's insane. Yeah, so it's, like, full circle how you actually like, ended up going to Chapman, and then we toured together. Literally. Yeah, but, like, I, like, you were a year ahead of me, so, like, I wasn't even thinking of college at the time. Like, I remember you show up all prepared with, like, this folder of questions, and I'm just, like. That was my mom for well, you. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just, like, I'm just here for moral support because I'm not ready for college. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is yeah. so funny to think about. I know. No sin. Go. No. And then you can't forget the creation of the moths. Oh, my God. We came up with this team name of most amazing pageant sisters, Mops. And it was on a shirt. We got airbrush t-shirts and yeah. everything. Yeah, So, Oh, my God. Okay, so then fast forward. Um, like many years later. Many, 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 many years, later, years later. You guys moved to Orlando yep. and had a house here yep. and lived here and all that. And... Then fast forward to me, I was coming for the Disney College program, moving to Orlando. My family, like, lived in Oregon now at this point. And I think at first we the plan wasn't to live with you guys. Yeah. And then things changed, and I came back for my professional internship. And you guys were like, we got a room. And I was like, well, I got me, so. <laughs> and. That's just how it worked out. And then we became roommates. And then you had already been running for a while at this point. Yes. Yes. And basically convinced me (laughs) to get started running. And then now here we are. It's 2022. Yeah. I've done like at least like six half marathons. Wow. That many already? I don't know. Like I start. I had like four or five in 2019 alone. Yeah. Because I remember it was like January when you moved in. And then princess registration back in the day yeah it wasn't sold out so right you could just sign up like i think you literally signed up like three or four weeks before princess oh yeah i remember I, oh yeah. yeah i i went i deep dive into that in yeah. the intro episode from last week uh, and it's just so funny like how that works out and then now yeah. looking back on it but yeah so uh, like you became kind of like my unofficial running coach pretty much yeah because i'd be like let's go run because like that's just how you were. Like, you were very athletic. You were a real runner. Like you were an ice skater, and you're very determined, very disciplined. And I always just like was very envious of that about you. And like this girl, this girl <laughs> would wake up three a.m. like to train yeah. willingly, not just for races. Yeah. Like it was three a.m. She's up and on the street. Like before I even wake up, she's gotten like nine miles in. Pretty much. <laughs> past Monday, I had a flight that left at, I don't even know what time my flight left at, like 7.40. I think I ran at like 4 a.m. That's just normal. And like, I'm going to Atlanta on Saturday. My flight leaves at 7 a.m. I plan oh on gosh. running before. So I'll be running at You like are a morning two. person. I am. You're, yeah. But you're like, definitely, like, that's easy for you. You're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to bed at 6 p.m. Like, <laughs> no, I remember like during Dopey this year, there was one night I was at Cheesecake Factory. It was 4.30 and I was falling asleep at the table. Right, because that's your bedtime. Yeah, it's my bedtime. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, though. As much as I love going to bed early, sometimes the early morning wake-ups are, oof. Yeah, like, repetitive. It's a lot on your body. Sometimes I'm, like, especially when you're, like, deep in a dream and then your alarm just goes off in the middle of the night, you're like, this is what I choose to do for fun. But then you get out there and it's always worth it. Yeah, and especially when, like, society is not meant for, like, morning people per se. Like, the schedules of people, like, 
if you're trying to make plans with people, sometimes, like, they can only hang out at night or, like, you know, completely off of what your personal schedule is. So that can also make it more challenging. But And then work, work-life balance. Work-life yeah. balance. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's Nine tough. To five. Yeah, it's tough. I start work at 730. I don't know what time you start, but. Yeah, well, I just always say, like, a blanket nine to five. Okay. Quote, unquote. Because I don't know that, like makes a difference when you think about someone's work schedule opposed to like park schedules where it's like yeah. you could start at 7 p.m and get off at like 4 a.m like, right like all hours yeah so we have very consistent schedules i'd say compared to something like that yeah yeah but the 7 30 like work start time can be pretty you know can be pretty rough that's very early yeah it's early because i need to be done with my run by then i mean i'm still remote so it's not like i need to be showered by then like oh i'll literally God. log on work yeah. for like two three hours the next thing i know it's like 10, 30, 11, I'm like, I'm still in my running clothes. Like, that's disgusting. But luckily, it's just me in my pajamas, so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is so early. Like, being yeah. done with your run by then? Because by the, being done by 7.30. In Florida, you have yeah. to run early because yeah. of the humidity and the heat. Like, we're mm-hmm. in summer now. Yeah. I was just talking about this, like, how um, last week I was saying I have to become a morning person now. Like, oh, you do. You have no option. You have to. You have to. I mean, unless you just want to, like, suffer in the middle of the day. And, like, I know people that do it, but they're, like, you and far in between and they're just choosing to willingly suffer and it's actually suffering like oh, i yeah. i've done it because in the early months of this year when i was like quote unquote pre-training for dopey mm-hmm. you're building your base like you're building your base and all that like i love being able to run like at like 2 p.m let's say i take like a quick break from work yeah go on my quick like 30 minute run and it was great like fantastic because that's like when i personally had the most energy and like, was willing to go do that. Right. And, and it gets, then, like, a nice break. It's, like, something to look forward to during yeah. the work day. Like, I have my run coming up. This, let's go. Come on, you know? Yeah. No, a very nice break. And yes. it was great. And then now, with the heat that you cannot escape, it's, like, you have to be out, like, latest by 6 a.m. Because at that point, it's already 80 degrees and, yeah. like, 90% humidity. So, you're going to yeah. be heavily breathing. <laughs> But, oh, yeah, yeah. You're just, like, you step out the door and, and you're running at an easy pace. And you're, like, this isn't that hard. But then, like, two minutes later, you're covered is. in sweat. It is that hard. Well, yeah. I mean, that too. But, but, like, but it's, no, like, you're covered like, in sweat automatically. Yeah. The running itself is a workout. But then yeah. now you're adding, like, running in a sauna. <laughs> Literally. You may as well just, like, go put on a sauna suit. It probably would feel the same. Oh, like, my gosh, yeah. Like, now I can't run without water. Whereas before, I would never take water with me. And if I was running less than, like, three or four miles yeah because I just like wouldn't need it yeah no when it's like cold colder for colder standards when it's colder anything under like four or five miles if it's just an easy run I'm not doing a speed workout fine without water now I go out the door for three miles I'm taking water with me I have like a little waist belt that has two little bottles with it one is full of like ice cold water that I leave in the freezer overnight that's smart and one is filled with Powerade I I get the sugar-free Powerade because it's regular Powerade is just too sweet yeah, it's too much Plus, sugar. Then, and, it's, and then it's a lot of sugar. It so is. it's like when you're training, you kind of want to be a little conscious of, like, what you're putting and fueling your body with. Um, not to say that you can't have sugar, because I definitely still do. But when I'm running, especially, like, out on my training run, like, I don't want to have sugary things. Yeah. No, I've noticed, too, because, like, I'll, I go back and forth with, like, the type of fueling. And, like, I don't train with Powerade, but, like, you know, I'll yeah. take it on course at a Disney race. And sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, this is just, like, so much sweetness in my mouth at one time, which I love, don't yeah. get me wrong. But when I'm running, it, like, kind of, you know, it could go down the wrong way. I like way. it watered down, too. Yes, yes, like, because sometimes, like, Run Disney will have it watered yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. And that's, like, that's how I want it. So when I get the ones that aren't watered down, I'm like, this tastes great, but my stomach is not going to appreciate this. Right? 
<laughs> no, yeah. And it's good, too, to also train with, like, Powerade, for example, or something yes. similar because that's also what you're going to have on race day if you're doing the run Disney races. Yes. So you want to, like, something that I've learned that didn't really click for me, but it's so obvious. Like, you want to train with what you're going to fuel with on actual race day. Yes. Like, that is very good for your digestive system because you don't want to be introducing new things and have some kind of reaction that you don't want on race day. So, I mean, that's so simple and obvious, but something that I was like, oh, yeah, I should really think about that. Like, I should get the same kind of snacks that they might be handing out or, like, be sipping on Powerade on my longer runs because that's what they're going to have on the course. So, yeah, something to keep in mind about that. But Yeah, no, you definitely – and I have made that mistake – Way too many times, and I'm sure I'll continue to make it in the future. Sometimes I'll never learn. But especially with goo, if, if you are someone that uses goo and your stomach can handle it, because I'm one of those rare people, and, like, I have a pretty sensitive stomach, but yeah. I, can, I can handle goo, which is weird to me because I know a lot of people can't, but somehow my really messed up stomach can handle goo. <laughs> but like, Which you, like, taught me what goo was. Because, yes. again, like, I was a new person to this runner world. And, like, if, like... I just want to go into a time machine and go to the day <laughs> where Allison signed up for, I think it was your first Dobie challenge in like, what, for oh, 2020 maybe? No, or? 2017. Was no, no, you're, you're, okay, okay, so you had already done with that point. Yeah, yeah. But I think maybe we were looking back on registration or something about Dobie challenge came up and I was like, why on earth would anyone do that? Like, that's insane. <laughs> I'm never going to do that. You will never catch me running a marathon. You will never catch me doing yeah, dopey. It, it was probably 2020 because that the registration for that was probably like April 2019. That's when you were living with me. That's yeah. That's when your roommates yeah. at the time. Okay. That's when you had just done Princess. Yes. And Star Wars. Yes. And I was like, come on. Next step is dopey. You've done a half. You I was like, do a full. LOL. Absolutely not. Times have changed. And look at us now. <laughs> and I'm not even doing dopey this year. That's what's I so know. funny. I know. I know. I'm only doing the full. Big oh. shocker there. No one believed me. They're like, yeah, okay. Because I've done dopey. Oh, gosh. Right. Three, done, three times. I've done three times. This year was my third time. But I think after the trauma of this year, I was like, I need a year where I'm only doing the marathon just so I can focus on it and, like, crush it out of the park. Because this year, I fell at mile 12. Right. Um, okay. So we're going to get into that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. – that's coming up. But, yes, I did want to go through a few things, and then we'll dive into – some questions I have for you. Okay. And that is one of the questions I have okay. for you. So I'm we just, will. I'm just jumping ahead. We will dive right into that. But um, yeah, so we talked a little bit about upcoming races. And before Dopey, though, we have Wine and Dine. We do. We have Wine and Dine. Do you have any other races besides Wine and Dine? Or So for me, I only have the Run Disney races coming up. Okay. So that means Wine and Dine weekend, which is in November. Uh, yeah. Uh, Come on. We'll see about that. You know how many races we have in our backyard? <laughs> you could literally just do a race any weekend on any given time in Orlando. We're lucky to have that at our fingertips. You gotta take advantage of that. I mean, yes, but, like, if I'm gonna pay for a race, might as well be at Disney. That was my my mantra that I've been going by. I know, but you're gonna be paying a fraction know, of the I know. cost. I know, we'll I know. See. So... Maybe we'll see if it, like, lines up with, like, my schedule or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, once you get to, like, October, it's safe to assume that you're at least running, like, a half almost every weekend. You can just easily yeah. jump into a half at any time. And Pretty much. And just use that as a training run and then add on some miles before and after. And, like, that's a great yeah. way to break up training. Because if you're just doing these long runs, you know, time and time and week and week again alone, 
having a half in there just to break it up and you're like, okay, in three yeah. weeks I get to do my long run Something with other people. Something that switches it up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, I definitely am going to, like, look into having running buddies and, like, we all kind of switch up on maybe every other weekend or whatever. Yeah. Running different places. Yes. That's definitely Change helpful. the scenery. I'm yes. the person that prefers to run alone. But sometimes I just want the race environment. Even if I'm just using the race environment yeah. for a training run, which is something. But you're that- also, like, a racer. Like, she wins her age divisions. And, like, she's won, like, entire races. And, like, she's very serious and very fast, very strong, and very powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take it to the wrong level. I'm working on that happy medium, you know. <laughs> so it's fair that you want to run alone because, like, yeah. no one can keep up with you. <laughs> It's either I run with someone that's, like, too fast or I run with people at differing paces. And then it's, like, for easy runs, though, that's a great thing about running, though. I feel like because for easy runs, it really doesn't matter what pace you're at. That's a big thing I feel like people easy focus, runs. Yeah. focus yeah. too much on their pace during easy runs. And for easy runs, just go out, have a good time, find a group to run with. That's something I do actually want to do more. Maybe we will get together for some, yeah. for some runs. I, I was going to say, like, maybe yeah. for, like, a tr- like a one of the Galloway, like, 45-minute yeah, runs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, that would be for, good her, for, me for you, that would be, like, a nice power walk. <laughs> And for me, that would mean, like, a literal training run. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah. okay, so we've got Wine Dine. Yes. And then I have the Dobie Challenge, and you have the Marathon. I have just the Marathon. And then just the Marathon. Only just 26 miles. Only 26.2. Okay, Come on. Yes. Those are, let's be real. I know. Those last point two. Important. They're those, important. That's, that's the real race right there. Right. And then I have, you're doing the Challenge at Wine Dine, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, so I'm doing the Challenge too, which I'm perfect for. Yeah, so explain what being perfect yes. is. Yes, okay, so perfect is that you run every single run Disney race every year since the start of it. So for the Wine and Dine Challenge, 2016 was the first year that they brought it as a night, as a morning race. Excuse me, not a night race. It used to be a night race. Okay. And they decided in 2016 we're going to make it a regular, like a run Disney race, morning race. And a lot of people were upset about that because I had never done the night race, but I had heard really good things about it. You would run through the Osborne Festival of Lights at Hollywood Studios right. because you'd run at nighttime. So then they switched it to a, a morning race and they introduced the challenge. They brought the 10K in and then it became okay. a challenge with the 10K and a half. So right. that was the first year of 2016. So I've done it every year since then. Not the virtual COVID year because they said that I didn't have to do it that year to maintain my yeah. perfect status. But right. I know a lot of people did just to be safe. Yeah. But they wrote to us an email. They're like, you do not have to do the virtual race to maintain yeah. your perfect status. No, being perfect, it's serious. It's like a badge of honor. You get a whole separate um, bib. Yeah, you, so it says everyone perfect knows. on the bibs. Yep, and then you get a different lanyard for your medal. Yeah. Yeah, and oh like, yeah, it was crazy to think like this past year because that's when I hit my five years in 99. That's when they started acknowledging it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is a big deal. Like I remember yeah. like I'm just like in my brain like, okay, 2016 Allison who was like barely running at the time, you know, wasn't focused on yeah. the things I'm focused on now, just here to enjoy myself. And it's like, look how far I've come. So it's like, a silly little thing, a bib saying perfect and a little lanyard, it just, it means so much, you know? Yeah. Little things like that, they really no, do mean a literally. lot in the runner's world. And a lot of runners are hoarders. I will call myself a hoarder. Like, I keep all these little things. Yeah. <laughs> like, running is, for, for people who call themselves runners, and I guess I call myself a runner You're now, a runner. No, which, 100% like, you're a runner. When we lived yes. together, I was like, I'm not a runner. I'm not a real <laughs> no, runner. No, because... and anyone's a runner. And, like, I feel like that's such a common misconception. People think, I'm not a real runner, you know. And that's, yeah. that's not true. Everyone's a runner. Anyone who steps out the door and goes for a run yeah. is a runner. Yeah. And that's what's so great about the running world is that no matter your time, no matter your pace, no matter how many races you've done, no matter if you're going out for one mile or 26 miles, you're a runner and you're part of this community now. And that's what I love about running. Right. And, like, my biggest thing, too, is people kind of can get disappointed with themselves if they don't run a pace that they really wanted to. But it's, like... 
hang on, you still got the same mileage yes. as someone yes. else who ran it in maybe half the time or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. you're still going the distance, which is something really important to keep in mind. I mean, you're getting your money's worth. If you're taking more time out there, you are getting your money's worth. At the end of the day, you're the real winner. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Preach. It's true. I mean, if you're paying all this money, especially in run Disney races. Oh, yeah, definitely. The more time you spend out there, you are getting your value worth. <laughs> And I work in finance, and I work with money and numbers. Get your value. Get out your of that value race. out of that race by taking your time out there. Stop for the characters. <laughs> stop for the photos. Soak it in. I mean, I did a half marathon with a friend. Gosh, was it last year? It was her first half marathon, and she literally was like, "We're gonna have a sit." We just sat on the ground for twenty minutes. <laughs> I mean, I don't recommend that because I felt bad for her getting up. She was like. It looked, it was like getting up off the ground that, was, oh, yeah. I cannot imagine doing that. Oh yeah. my God. So we sat on the ground. It's like, it was like an out and back. There was like a, you know, the turnaround point and we sat on the ground and we figured out our Dutch brothers order. So this was in there Utah. You go. Yeah. So we there like, you, you know, figured out our Dutch brothers order, important things. But you know, at Disney races, there's time limits. So you need to be aware of right. that too, but definitely right. take your time. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Well, okay. So then what's your next upcoming race that you have? Yes. Okay. So I used to be the queen of races all the time. Literally every weekend. Still am, still am. But yeah. um, I've definitely cut back a lot since my injury in January. I mean, my first year running, I think I did, gosh, number of months. I should be good at this. But I think I did like 68 races in one year. Yeah. 68. You were out every weekend. Literally every weekend. Like yeah. every Saturday and Sunday. Like You were always posting like, look, my new first place medal this pretty much. today. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so since then, I, I mean, I could go on and on. But to make it short, I've definitely cut back. And now I'm focusing on less races, more training to get back to the paces that I had years ago that I want to be back to. So my next race is Revel Big Cottonwood, and that is September 10th. And where is that? That's in Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. So it's a downhill race. So you run oh, wow. down the mountain, which is similar to the race I just did a few weeks ago. Very similar My knees just kind of did a little seize <laughs> at the mention of the downhill race. And but... see my calves do yeah. a little. I mean, it took me, it's only been a few weeks, and I feel like I'm still recovering from that half. Like, my calves, for like literally a week, I was walking, and my calves were like, ooh. Yeah. Oh, like it, gosh. Yeah. But the downhill running is something that I'm still newer to. I did my first downhill half last year. And it it's incredible, though. Like, I highly recommend it you for everyone to give it a try. Yes. And you want to see some real speed. Just go, go, go. <laughs> but, I mean, the funny thing that I experienced this last time at the last half I did, it was called Drop 13. My left foot felt like it was, like, curving inward the entire time. And it felt like my ankle was, like, it's, like, it was such a weird feeling that I literally felt like I had to slow down to make my foot not feel like it was twisting inward. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. And then I almost fell on my face. Oh, so gosh. it's harder than it sounds. I mean, it definitely helps. No, it's, but... it does sound hard. It's, like, yeah. more painful almost. Yeah. Okay, well, it's not as painful as, like, going uphill. But, yeah. I hate hills. But, and then what makes it hard, too, is once you come out of the canyon, what they call it, where you're running in, and then you go to the flat road, you, you feel like you're running up a hill because you've been right. going downhill this entire you've time. You've had that extra yes. momentum, yes. yeah. Oh, but, yeah, sure. so that's my next race. And then after that, I think it's just wine and dine. And then I have the OUC half marathon and then I have the Mount Dora half marathon which I'm an ambassador for and then just the full just and that's the full that's my that's end of year race schedule 2022 that's, yes which is very 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 minimal for me that so is very minimal I've for come you. a long way oh yeah I yes. just like even when I was living with you guys like it was oh every sure. yeah every day was. you're up in like either doing Pilates yoga or getting your run in before yes. I even have my alarm set <laughs> and then every weekend you guys were like all right see you later yeah, like, bye. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so something I'm going to 
keep doing every episode is the sharing highs and lows of the week. Okay. So I'll go first. I'll share both my highs and lows, and then we, we can have you share yours. Okay, sounds good. Um, so one of my highs is I just got in my new Ufus. Uf- Ufos? Ufos? Ufos. Yeah, I, don't Ufos. Even know. I, don't, I don't have a pair. Ufos. I've heard of the Ufos, I think. Yeah. Okay. So they're runner recovery sandals, and, like, they come in slides, flip-flop. Um, I think they might have a couple of, like, clogs maybe. But they're supposed to be really good for recovery because, for me, personally, like, I, I can't be walking barefoot after, like, a training run or, like, yeah. a long run or anything. And as we established um, last week in episode zero, I have the highest arches of all time. And, <laughs> like, when I went to get them um, custom, like, scanned and whatever and all that, it, like, went to the top of the scale, practically broke the scale oh, of, like, gosh. the high <laughs> amount of arts that you can have. So, yeah, I definitely need support for that. So I'm really excited my new slides came in. Hold exciting. On. I'll, oh, oh, I'll hold oh, them up for YouTube. Uh... They're just a, oh, they got a nice little hair on them, but <laughs> got some slides. They look very comfy. These ones are very unique looking. Yeah, um, I, I like the, like, flip over. I don't really see them, like, in stock in stores, okay. like, in person. Um, so I really like them, though, because they have an adjustable, like, top part. So, yeah, got my new slides in, and something else that's really, really super exciting is I'm going under contract <gasps> for a new build house. That is beyond exciting. I am just, I I know it's like one of those things where it's like, I'm, I haven't closed yet. So it's always that thing where like, okay, well, I'm not going to be broadcasting it, but I don't know. I also want to share like every step along the way, like I do with a lot of things in my life on my YouTube channel, especially. So you heard it here first, folks. If you're on YouTube or on whatever podcast platform you are on, I am in the midst of getting a new build house. So I'm really, really excited. That's like a major high of the week is that literally just happened. Um, it's It was basically going to be an inventory home. So it was already designed and everything. And like the walls were already up and everything was already done. All I had to do was be like, it's mine, <laughs> which is fantastic. And I, it's crazy that I found this house. I'm really excited. So that will be coming up in the next few months where I can close and move in. Um, so big high. The next high is I just got Invisalign and you could probably hear that I have a lish. Um, <laughs> and I, I actually like paid for it and got the um, impressions and everything done back in January. But it took so long. Oh my gosh, for them yeah, to we're come like in. almost in July. You it's just almost July. Wow. It originally takes like 10 weeks. Then they called me at like 10 weeks and were like, actually, your impressions were denied. You have to come <gasps> no. and do them again. Yeah. So no. I had to go back in and do them again. And like when that happened, they like push you to the front of the line. So okay. it doesn't take quite as long. Um, so they were ready, I think, late last week. And so I had my appointment on Monday and got them put in and now it's only been a couple days and it sucks so I mean it's a high end a low <laughs> um another low was that my car literally almost got towed last week oh no because at my complex I guess they actually check and make sure that your registration is up to date oh. and since I suck at being an adult I forgot to renew my car registration oh, no <laughs> That sounds like something I'd forget to do. It's, yeah, it's like a running joke because when I actually left Florida um, in 2020 to move back home to Oregon, 
my car registration was expired by like I don't even know, like six months. Oh or my something. gosh, yeah, something ridiculous. <laughs> but I made it all the way across the country. Yeah, no stops, no tickets, no nothing. Wow. I didn't even realize it. Something came up where it made me realize it, and just like in this scenario, I got like a big flashy green sticker on my window, like your car is going to get towed by this date because your registration is not up to date. So I was like, oh, and I completely <laughs> forgot. And oh so my gosh. I literally like I downloaded the DMV app so fast because I didn't even know that there was an app, but now I do, and now I have notifications on, <laughs> and now there's I'm, an app. That's good to know. I did not know that either. There is, okay. and you can easily there's like a little chat bot where I was okay. like, renew my registration. Yeah, Bing bang bong, done. Done. Did you so, have to pay like a late fee or a fine or anything like that? I don't think so. That's really good. And I didn't have to last time either when I was good. like a year late over my <laughs> registration. <laughs>
yeah. meet more people. Like, it was really exciting. And then someone told me they want to take me to the Pentagon next. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Let's go to the Pentagon. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, Doing things. Yeah. So that's, those are definitely my highs. I'm trying to get yeah. that many others. But um, now my life is, like, moving and grooving in lots of different directions. But I'm really excited to go to Atlanta this weekend. It's my friend's yeah. birthday. And then we're oh, celebrating birthday. So fun. Yeah. And then it's 4th of July. Yeah. And then we're going to go spectate a Long peach tree. So the peach tree is a big, big – it's actually – my facts may be wrong here, but it's one of or the biggest 10Ks in the country. It has like 60,000 people. So it's oh crazy big. God. Yes, it's a big race. So I ran it last year, but last year was kind of a different year. It was my first time running. It was kind of different because of COVID. They did it on the third yeah. and the fourth to split it up to have a smaller field each day. But this year, it's okay. the first time since COVID that they're back to just having it on one day. One so we're going to go spectate at that, and that'll be really exciting. Hoping to oh, see yeah. some elite runners in yeah. action. Always you're, love spectating. You're a fun spectator because oh, you, yes. have, <laughs> you have really good signs. Oh, yeah. I got to think of a good one. And... What race was it where you stood on the side and I found you at like what, like mile four or five yes, or something? Yeah. And you had egos? Yes. I literally yes. ran up to you so fast and I was like, this is the best ego I've ever had in my entire life. You know, I think it was probably like mile eight now that I think about I it. I think it was like seven, eight. It was a half. Yes. And yeah. I was starving because like I I didn't know how to fuel myself really. And I think that's something I'm going to work on for training for Dobie, especially is just like planning your fueling amount and what it is and all that stuff. And so Allison was like, yeah, I'll be at mile late. Come yeah. find me. And it was so dark, too. I almost ran right past you. I, I know. I, like, it's funny because I'm standing right there, and I literally missed so many people that came by, too, because it's so easy. It, it just, is very easy. Yes, because with running yeah. race, the field is so big, it's easy to miss people. Yeah, and it's, people are just, like, lined up. Yes, so it's, yes. It's, it's, you have to, like, know where they yeah, are. Yeah, no, you have to, like, tell person like exactly where you're gonna be yeah. or they'll miss you and be expecting to look for them yes. yeah yeah, but, yeah oh I will never forget the taste of that egg oh my god <laughs> but yeah yeah I think I'll probably be out there cheering for the half this year because I figure if I'm gonna get up early for the full I should probably get up earlier the day before so I think I'll go cheer for the half I'll probably okay. sleep in for the five and the ten, but I'll probably be there cheering for the half. So I, can... I can't wait to see what kind of sign you come up with. Yes, signs <laughs> and egos for the half. But yeah, so that's a benefit to only doing the full. I can cheer one day. Right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, but um, my lows. Oh gosh, I would say the low of all this travel is having to see the airport as many times as I'm having to see it this yeah, weekend. I mean, oh it's, it's a high to get to travel, but it's it's a low. It's been madness. Um, someone on my team, their flight. Literally just got canceled, like, within hours of them supposed to fly. They had to sit on hold with someone oh for four God. hours. So it's yeah. definitely stressing me out because I do have a flight to Atlanta this Saturday, but I'm still debating doing the drive because, luckily, Delta is very flexible, and they've told me at any time I can cancel and get all right. miles and get my miles back. Good. So I'm, still, I'm debating. So that's my low is, like, trying to figure my life out. I'm like, do I want to do the drive? Because if I do the drive, I can stop at Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> so oh my God. love Bucky's. But, yeah, so 4th of July travel is always fun, especially living here in Orlando. Oh, I mean, the traffic is just, ooh, ooh. Our favorite. We love I-4. <laughs> we love I-4. Yeah. Said no one ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say and another low, similar low to you last weekend with the news and everything. Just... It was just not a good weekend. Yeah, so. It was not. But, yeah. But we had Dobie training and marathon training to look forward to. Yes. We had... First official week of Adobe training kickoff, and for those who are following Galloway's plan, um, so I mean not everyone is, and a lot of people are kind of just taking it um, loosely and adjust like adjusting it to their schedules. Um, I think I'm gonna try and stick close to it. 
I don't know if I'm going to do his, like, trial run of a full marathon before. Yeah, see, that's the thing that I feel like I could get into a heated debate with someone about, and I won't go too deep into it, but I, I'm going to... We can have you back later in a okay. few weeks, yes. and we can go into it. Okay, <laughs> I mean, we can, because I'll give you my honest opinion yeah. about that, but I'm, I mean, I don't think that's necessary. That's my honest opinion. Some people feel like, okay... They feel like mentally and for their confidence, they want to know that they're able to do the marathon prior to doing it. Right. But I just think it's too much on your body and you don't need to put your body through that. And the risk for injury, I think, is just so high when you're doing that many miles. As long as you get to 18 to 20, the adrenaline's going to carry you through. I mean, those last six miles are still going to be hard regardless of if you've done the trial marathon or if you've yeah. only gone to 18 or 20. The adrenaline's just going to carry you through and... You're going to suffer, but you'll be fine. But yeah. I, I don't think the 26 is – I think you're completely fine without that. We'll, we'll see later this year what I uh, decided <laughs> to do. But, yeah, so for this week, we basically just had the two 45-minute runs and then three miles as, like, the long run. And, obviously, we're starting out small, and then we're going to build upon that. But um, I did my 45-minute run yesterday, and I think I got up at, like, 6.30. So I was, like, on the road by, like, 40. Yeah, that's good. Um, because for me, like, it it was going to be the same temperature whether I was out there at 5 or was out, whether I was out there at, like, 6.30. So I was right. like, okay, well, I'm going to get that extra hour of sleep. No, I mean, the hour and a half really makes a difference. I'm one of those people that I do not like when the sun is in my face. That's, yeah. like, a big thing for yeah. me personally. So I'm like, I'd rather, you know, get, get less sleep that. to get it before because I'm like, okay, it's still going to be hot and humid, but when the sun is in my face, that's when it's no. like I just – so I'm like, I want to get it done before or at least be finishing towards the end of when the sun is coming out because that, to yeah. me, is the most – when the sun is That's in your face. perfect when it's, like, ending and it's, like, coming yes. up. Like, yes. here, I, I run around here, and the sun is, like, it's at least light out because, like, I, I get too, I'm too sketched out to, like, run when it's still dark out. Yeah. But um, when it's, so it's light out enough, but the sun isn't above the trees yet. Right. So it's still good. And I took uh, my dog, Cinnamon, with me, and she was a trooper, but it, it was very humid, and we did think over three and a half miles in that 45 minutes That's so great yeah and it felt good it felt really good, good actually and it's almost like you know training works like it's a miracle <laughs> they, they almost get easier like what's that about shocked and confused yeah but um I think that was probably her limit it was really hot and she was like not having it after so I don't think I'm gonna take her on my training runs anymore especially if it's over three miles because while she's done many runs with me before like she practically done all my runs with me I think it's just getting a little too hot and humid out for her. Yeah. Yeah. So, they're having to, like, adjust for her. I mean, like, yeah. stuff for her. And, oh, yeah. yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is fine. So I say, like, you know, maybe limit it. Yeah. So I think that's where we're at with um, week one is we learned that Cinnamon is not down to train for Dopey. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm going to sit here and watch you all. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I didn't I'll, plan I'll on. i here with the water. Yeah, I didn't plan on taking her on longer runs. But then I realized, you know, that kind of is a longer run, especially yeah. for her. Even yeah. though she's done tons with me before. But, you know, yeah, that's a lot, that's a lot for her. Yeah. yeah. So are you doing any, I know that Galloway has his, like, recommendations of, like, strength training or, like, cross training on those other so two days during the week. I, so I didn't, like, dive into exactly what I'm going to do for that yet. But what I did kind of soak in from other podcasts I listen to where they talk about running and training and strength training in particular and um I used to really be into like working out at the gym and doing strength training and weightlifting and stuff like that which I'm not so much anymore mm-hmm. um like I still enjoy working out but what I did do after my 45 minute run yesterday is I took a Peloton class oh okay. and I only have the app I don't have the bike yeah um so I took like a leg and glute like 
20 minute workout or yeah, something. Yeah, I love those. I followed that after and that okay. felt really, really good. And so I'm going to try and train legs on the day I run. Okay. So that, um, well, at least like this podcast that I listened to, he kind of gave me the idea. So I'm going to train legs on days that I run. So that way you're only training your legs on those days and not adding like an addition to yes, running. Yes, yes. I, I believe that. Yeah. Too. I think strength training and cross training in whatever form you're doing it in, it doesn't matter if it's something as simple as going out for a walk. I think it's just really important that you're, you know, your body is doing something Moving. else besides yeah. just pounding and running day after day. Because, you know, having those days in between, I like that about the Galloway plan is that he's, you know, has it yeah, spread out. Because down. I'm one of those people, I'll never be a run streaker. I don't like back-to-back running. I like my days in between to do, you know, cross training. Yeah. But I think that's the great thing about running too is that, you know, everyone has their own form of cross training that they like to do and that's like we have to stick to it. And I've been running for so many years and the cross training that I've done has kind of shifted year after year. Now I'm big into Pelotons. I have my Peloton. Oh, yeah. Big yeah, the death. actual bike. Too. I have a yes. bike. Yes, yes. You can come use it anytime. I know. I get to go try it. <laughs> I know. I, I need to go try it. Yes, you do. But um, I know I, I literally, I was looking at Peloton's yeah. website today. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And their prices have gone down a lot. I'm actually kind of mad because I bought it. Ooh, it's coming up on a year since I've had it. I've noticed the price. A lot better now. They're probably going to come out with a new model, too. And I think it was also supply and demand because of COVID. COVID. Everyone was getting a Peloton. Yep. Yeah. Um, And it was something for a while that I was like, because I I had like a knockoff Peloton and I would just take like classes. I I do body pump weightlifting with Les Mills and they had spin classes there. So I would just take those or spin on my own. And I finally made the plunge about the Peloton. Which I was, I was shocked because Pelotons aren't cheap. (laughs) And Allison is like. She's a very, she's a finance girl, oh, very yeah. good with money, does not splurge on like literally no. anything in life. I'm trying to work on that balance. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, what? Yeah. You spent how much on I a know. Peloton bike? We're thankful for a, thir- a firm, a firm it's called, and they had no interest. And I'll be paying for it until 2024. <laughs> I think I pay like 52 a month and then I pay like 40. They just raised their price. Yeah, yeah, for the class. Yeah, but I mean, the, it's, it's still very affordable because prior, back in the day prior to COVID, I used to go to the YMCA. Yeah. I would take spin classes there. I would take body pump there. I would take Pilates there. I would sometimes yeah. go there and run on the treadmill. And then you get to keep it after all this. Yeah, and exactly. It's like, it's an investment in your health and yes. your body and your daily yeah. routine and, yeah, and I your think, mental health too. So. Exactly. And I think having that, like, the way that my schedule operates now, like, I'm always going to get my run in, in the morning. My run, I'm one of those people that if the run doesn't happen in the morning, it's not happening. Yeah. But the good thing about the Peloton is I can spin at any hour of the day. Not yeah. that I'm going to spin at 10 p.m. because I'll be in bed, but, <laughs> but I can be spinning at, But like, you could if you wanted. <laughs> exactly. You have that luxury. And it's like, I think COVID changed the way that people look at, you know, the... People became homebodies. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was already I a homebody, but yeah, like, I was like... Gotta go to the line, see, I gotta drive there. I gotta yeah, you gotta drive. It's a whole th- effort. It is. Yeah. And they raised their prices too, and I did the math, finance. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just gonna go ahead and get the Peloton in the app too. The classes on there, I love I their love street it. classes. They're great. I didn't think I would. I was never like I told you, an no, online class person or like yeah. YouTube videos. Yeah, or me neither. But it's different. It's totally different. I think yeah. it's just something like I love. There's not a bad instructor there. They're all amazing. But, anyways, strength training. Yes, I think it's really important. No matter what you're doing. Just doing something else besides running, even if it's just, you know, like I said, going for a walk or swimming. Yeah. I, I was being into swimming at one time. I love swimming. That's a, especially here in Florida in the summer. Yeah. Just go into the pool. Like, it's like, you feel like you're just, you know, yeah. taking a dip in the pool and then you're getting your strength training in. So. Oh, for sure. Are you following a plan for marathon training? Because I know you work with a coach. Yes, so I do work, work with a coach. coach. Okay. Yes, I'm still working with a coach. So right now I'm focused on, because it's still really early for just marathoners. Just the marathon. Just the marathoners. I can't, I don't know if you know, but does the Galloway Just Marathon plan, did that start too? Or I actually that, don't know. Yeah, I don't know because I don't follow that I'm only following the dopey, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I don't know how early that starts, but I'm in half training, half training, half, yeah, half training, half marathon training. 
yeah. right now for my next half, which is in 73 days, the one in Utah I was talking about. So that's my main focus okay. at the moment. And then I'll probably shift to marathon training, like, probably a couple weeks before this half. I mean, I'll be focused on the half, but I'll sh- my long runs will probably be a little longer starting in, like, mid-August to September. Usually, like, my coach will say 16 weeks out is the official start of marathon training. So right now you could technically say I'm just base building for the marathon. I mean, okay. the end goal is the marathon at the end of the day, but I have the yeah. half first. So that's yeah. what I'm focused on right now. And then I'll shift into marathon training. Dopey in January will also be my first marathon. Yeah. Which is kind of insane, but... I mean, you're already 5 million steps ahead of when I did Dopey in 2017. It was my first marathon as well. The longest I ran before the marathon, you want to guess? No. A half marathon. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. I can't even believe that. I know. It's crazy to think, like, did I really do that? Like, that's how, like, my mindset has really shifted. The longest I'd run, I had one weekend in November, November 2016. I did one half marathon on a Saturday, one half marathon on a Sunday. And let me tell you, oh. I thought I was really prepared. Like, I That thought, is a lot, though. It is a lot. But, like, I never went past the actual half marathon point. Yeah. And that's, like, and, a big... At a time. Yeah. yeah it makes no, a difference. No. And I just remember mile 14 of the marathon because, you know, that's each mile farthest. was... Yeah, yeah. That's I, my feet, well, looking back now, too, I was running in shoes that weren't made for my feet. Yeah. That's a whole other, but my feet oh, yeah. were in so much pain. Like, I couldn't even feel the bottom of my feet. See, everyone makes that mistake. Yes. One time. Yes, and never again. And then you learn. Yeah, you gotta get I will not do shoes. this again. Yeah. No, honestly, I say, like, one of my best pieces of advice for newer runners, get your feet fitted for shoes. Like, yeah. as simple as that sounds, that will make or break you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and those shoes, they broke me. And I called my mom crying, and I'm like, no. And then she goes, I bought you the jacket. <laughs> you so were finishing. Have- <laughs> I bought you the jacket, and I've been wearing it around. The second, I was like, I was so proud. Like, I went to the expo. I still have this jacket. I wear it from time to time. It says running around the world in 26.2 miles with Mickey on the front. Yeah. I had worn it. Like, I got it at the expo. Like the Run Disney yeah, jacket. Yeah, I bought it at the expo, and I started wearing it that day. And looking back now, that probably wasn't good juju. Like, definitely wouldn't do that nowadays. I was wearing oh, the jacket the runner all week. juju, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. You can't wear the I did it shirt oh, no, until no, after. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. And so she was like, you stop at every aid station, and you take Tylenol. And they would put they put a T on my hand. Oh, my God. To mark that I had Tylenol, and I was only able to get so much more. It yeah. Was, it was miserable. And I remember, like, I was like, never again. And then, sure enough, I signed up for Dopey the next year. Oh, well, didn't end up doing Dopey the next year. Only did – I won't even get to that. I've, yeah. I've done too many races. But anyways, <laughs> but, yeah. But you are 10,000 steps ahead of me. You will be perfectly fine. I promise you. <laughs> well, hopefully. Coming back to this race-related injury, your third time doing Dopey. Mm-hmm. During the marathon. During the marathon. So the last race of the weekend, yes. which we haven't said it yet in this podcast episode, um, but the Dopey Challenge is the January Marathon Run Disney event where you run a 5K, 10K, half marathon, and full marathon, four consecutive days, mm-hmm. one weekend, 48.6 <laughs> miles. It's insane. Yeah. So, like, you got to be dopey to do it. And spend the money. And spe- it's a <laughs> lot of money. Yeah. It's an arm and a leg, and then it's your literal arm and your literal leg. Oh, all of it. Every single part of it. <laughs> but, yes. Okay, so your third dopey last yes. year. or This year. This year. Oh January. God, I know, but you always think year. it's last year, though, because it's, like, right at the beginning last of the year. Last season. Yeah, yeah, last season. Yeah. So, okay. Oh, my gosh. That was only in January this year. I know. Crazy all right. Thing. So, let's, let's walk through. You got injured. Yeah. And how do you think, like, one, that happened, how did you recover for it? And yeah. what would you say to anyone who, like, would 
have to overcome an injury themselves. Yeah, definitely. So I think I would say prior to that, the, the longest injury that I had ever dealt with was like I had like some knee issues and some shin splints. So I think the runner longest things. runner things, you know, little niggles. I think the longest I'd ever taken off before that was literally like a week for an injury. And so, which is not a lot of time. Which isn't like a lot. Of, I mean, I had been very fortunate that the little things I had had prior to this were very yeah. minor. But so I'm running. Funny enough, so the marathon was my focus for the week. I won't dive too much into this because I could just go on and on about it. But I last season, last season was really, really rough for me. So prior to the marathon, I was just things were not clicking. But I was like, you know, I think I'm just gonna go for the marathon and go for it and give it a good shot and see where it takes me. So I had ran the five, the ten the half at an easier pace and I was planning on giving it my all the all that I had at the time which wasn't really all but what I had in me at the time yeah. I was gonna give it my all for the full but so I'm going and I feel pretty good and then at mile 10 I already I'm just like dragon dragon I'm like don't be just I was tired like even just getting to the corral that morning I was ready to go to bed Your like body. it's just done I mean and that's yeah. what dopey does to you like I was sitting in the corral and I was like I gotta go run 26 miles like it's madness um and you get like corral one every time and like you're like at the starting line so you have to be there even earlier than yeah. like ev- everyone else who gets there like at normal early times yeah well and then i'm just extra paranoid about being there early, yeah, so that's yeah. You're, and you're thing. also yeah. just like she i think we were both running a half or something and she's like all right bye at 2 a.m yeah. when like probably even earlier than that oh i'm sure and but like you don't even have to be lined up till like no, four like. but i just like to be there like it's so weird and now it's funny because now i'll show up at the airport like right before my flight and just like whatever but when it comes to yeah. running i'm like yeah yeah but so i think it was around mile 10 i was not feeling good i remember i texted my friend who was here i was like it's gonna take me longer than i told you and i started stopping for some characters and then I'm like, you know what? It's okay. I'm still gonna have a good time. I'm gonna have fun, but then I'm gonna stop for characters, take my time, get my money's worth. Yeah. Um, get your value. It, get my value. And then all of a sudden, I fall flat on my face. I I don't even know what happened. I twisted my ankle. Oh my god. I'm outside the Grand Floridian, which is right around mile 12. I'm just the next thing I know, I'm running, and then I'm on the floor, and I twisted my ankle, and it just it was like I mean oh, I've twisted like a my tweak. it was a really bad one because I've twisted my ankle while running before, and then I just keep going because it's like a minor thing. But this one was so bad it threw me on the floor. I ended up on the floor. I'm sitting there, you know, laying on the floor for like a solid 10 minutes throbbing. Like it's throbbing. Yeah. It's in pain. I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to get up. I'm crying. People around me are like, oh like swelling too. Well, I mean, I didn't take it out of the shoe. I didn't even want to know. No. I don't want to look at oh, it, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keep it in the shoe. Yeah, keep it in the shoe. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, I don't even know how I'm going to get up. And then people around me are like, you need medical. I'm like, no. And then I thought in my... <laughs> and what mile was at this point this is mile 12 so i still have 14 miles left yeah so barely halfway not even yeah Yeah. another mile and so i'm thinking to myself what's going through my head is do i drop out because i mean looking back i probably should have dropped out but i'm fortunate enough that it wasn't worse of an injury don't take my advice um but i think what was going through my head was oh my god it's the last day of dopey like i i think if it was just the marathon like if i was only doing the marathon i would have been like nope that's it but i think it's like you had to finish Don't out the be. weekend. Yeah, yeah. I would have missed out on my extra medals, which I paid right. for, you know? Right. And so that's what kind of got me up. And so I get up, and I'm literally limping. Ran on your injury. Like, <laughs> I'm literally limping. Like, it's going to be okay. We got this. And then I'm, you know, and then I'm limping and walking and trying to run, and it's just not going well, and I start crying again. And somehow I made it through. Like, I don't even know how, but it was, uh, it was, it was a rough one, but oh, I did gosh. it. See, yeah. now that that's, like, 
happened to you so recently oh, no. too. I am stressed. I am oh, like, no, 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 you'll be fine. I you'll be fine. don't want to get hurt. And no, like, you'll be uh, fine. But it's such a freak accident. I mean, you think of how many people do these races and how many times you hear of things like this. I mean, I'm sure there's someone listening that this has happened to them too. But I, you know, you think in your head, oh, this is never going to happen. And like, yeah. but no, you'll be fine. But I think prior to that, I had, like I had touch upon, I had such a rough season and that really changed me. So I say that everything happens for a reason. I mean, no, I shouldn't have gotten injured. That's not lovely, but yeah. I think it really helped But me. it made you, like, slow down and, like, look at, like, yes, what you're doing. exactly. And, yeah. and so taking that time off and realizing it really had a huge mental shift because it was funny because prior to Dopey, in the weeks leading up to it, I kept telling myself, okay, after Dopey, we got to change something. Something's not working. Like, yeah. I need to change my training. I need to have a whole different mental shift. And then it's, like, this injury. And then it's, like, okay, well, that's the mental shift that I needed to take yeah. my training in the – you know, the next direction I needed to go because, Ooh. yeah, so that was, it was a rough one. But I think overcoming that, it really makes you realize, you know, as cliche as it sounds, you can do anything you put your mind to. But yeah. it, <laughs> in some of the darkest moments, you really realize that you can turn it around and just, you know, take it head on. And I think I was so focused on my recovery and I like even little things like going and doing the elliptical at the gym. Like I ended up joining a gym just so I could use an elliptical because <laughs> <laughs> so I joined the YMCA for literally one month so I could elliptical there. And, yeah. you know, I started, I actually like the elliptical and I don't have one, you know, and I don't yeah. belong to a gym anymore, but I, I enjoy it. That's something a else. lot less on your joints. And- yeah. I would say my advice giving to others who, you know, have to overcome a similar injury or anything similar, whatever obstacle it is, just stay persistent, stay confident, stay positive. That's the most important thing because sitting around being negative and dwelling on it, that's not going to get you anywhere. You've yeah. got to just say like, okay, this is the position I'm in. Whatever steps I need to take to make this better, if that is, you know, sitting and resting for months or however long it is, mm-hmm. you just do that and know that the second you can get back up, you're going to be an even stronger runner mentally. And that is such an important part of running. Facing the problem is, like, the hardest thing, honestly. Yes. And just, like, accepting it and accepting not it. dwelling yeah. on it again. Yeah. Like, that's a big thing. And once you can do that and, like, look forward to how you're going to move past it or however you're going to work around it or, you know, work towards a new goal or anything mm-hmm. like that, like, that's honestly the biggest step and the hardest one. Okay, moving on to our final segment. I know we've been gabbing away, chatting yeah. on. This is probably going to be a really long episode. <laughs> um, but you know what? That's fine. I like I enjoy long podcast episodes. I'll, like, go on a long walk or even yeah. on my runs sometimes. Runs. Yeah. All right. Now, for real. Final segment. <laughs> by the numbers. Um, speaking of the next few months, we've got countdowns to upcoming races for the Run Disney weekends. So, as of the day that this is posted, um, it's just under four months to one nine weekend, Ooh. which is kind of crazy. I know. You think it's about crazy that. to think about because you always think there's, like, that big – I mean, I didn't run springtime, for instance, because of my injury this year, but I always remember when it used to be Star Wars – that yeah. gap between Star Wars and Wine and Dine, it would always be like, oh my gosh, it's so it's far forever, from now. and it's really not. It's really not. It always goes by like this, especially when it's summer in Florida, too, and you do not want to run outside right. this heat, but it's right. worth it. It's worth it, because Wine and Dine will be there at the end waiting for you. I know. Eventually, we'll get to, like, the number of days countdown, but right now, I'm going to keep it at months, because okay, that's yes. a little bit easier to digest. Yes. <laughs> and makes it kind of feel a little bit closer, too, because yeah. it's a smaller number, but... Dopey Challenge, which is January 4th, 2023, that is about six months away, which is, I mean, training just started, so yeah, Yeah. we're about six months out. Oh, stressed. (laughs) All the things. And then Princess Weekend, February 23rd, that's about seven and a half months away, and I almost didn't sign up for it because it's so close following Dopey. 
but I I want to do something. So I'm only going to be doing the 10K, which I feel like people say that now, like, oh, I'm only, only. doing 10K. I'm only doing 6.2 yeah. miles. Like, that's it. Um, only one day of getting up in the middle of yeah. the night. I mean, that's the best part. Let's there be you go. That's, I know. I, I am a supporter of the one race per weekend yes. kind of deal. But yeah. <laughs> but that's a next year thing. That's, <laughs> that's a next, next year's thing. problem. Yeah. yeah. But um, pace update, I think I ran at like 12 minute, 30 second mile average. So, I mean, it's, a, it's actually a lot better than my 13, 14 minute miles that I was running a few months ago, which is kind of insane. But... I, my goal is to kind of get in that 10-minute zone. I did run a 10-minute mile with uh, my friend. We went and ran on Disney property a couple months back, and we weren't running with the dogs, and I think we only did, like, two miles or something. So it was definitely a lot easier to just push yourself on the pace, but we'll see if I can work down to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Biggest thing I'd say is, you know, when you're getting these training runs, you want to build up your aerobic base. So just focus on the feel and make sure that it's feeling, I know you laugh when I say easy, but you want to make sure it feels like it's a pace that you can theoretically do for 26 yeah. miles. So make sure, don't be too focused on the numbers. I mean, the numbers, they'll, they'll, they will come, you will get faster, but just focus on feel and make sure that it feels like it's a pace that you can handle for 26 yeah. miles. Okay, final by the numbers, total mileage um, for this week one will be 10 miles. Which is kind of insane. I yeah, mean, that's, that's awesome. That's kind of what I've been running, though. That's like good. a 10-mile-a-week situation on average. Um, so, uh, it'll be going up, though. Oh, yeah. Ooh. You just wait. Okay, next week, next week's episode will be all about how week two of Adobe training goes. May or may not have another special guest, depending on scheduling. Not sure at this point in time when this is being posted, but we'll see. <laughs> Tune in next week for that, but... Thank you so much, Allison, for coming on and being a guest. And we got some great content, great conversations, and some great tips, too. Yes. So thanks so much. Of course. Thank you for having me. I can talk about running all day, every day. Oh, I know you can, <laughs> which is why you'll be back. Don't worry. Allison <laughs> I can't wait. will be back. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for tuning in and get moving. <laughs>